You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. It's the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Send the tweets, send the hot takes at Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N. I saw something this morning that bothered me. I was covering a lot of football last night. And what game was this from, Tom? Because I want to make sure, and I it was it was blasted into my timeline this morning, and I wanted to make sure we get, was this the Nevada game, Tom? Sure was, on CBS Sports okay, Network. Okay, on CBS Sports Network, a fantastic game. Nevada came back from what? What was the what was the it was what 31 they 34-31 final they 34-31 17 points in the fourth quarter to come yeah. back and beat poor Purdue. It was had this happen to them oh, God, all season throwing. last year and they start this year like Oh, well, like, yeah, you Is it good enough if you're Jeff Brom to get close to wins or not even close, especially okay. at his talent level? No. Now you wanted to keep him that bad. Uh, something threw me off yesterday. Go ahead and hit the audio. Therefore, it is Nevada's ball, first and 10, at the 39-yard line. Nevada is not chomping, it's the timeout. And he's got the turnover towel on the sideline. It's part of the Wolfpack football tradition. He's going to celebrate. Nevada ball. There's no way in hell, audio courtesy of CBS Sports, there's no way in hell that's part of the Nevada Wolfpack tradition. There's no way a giant-ass white towel is part of the Nevada football tradition. I'm going to say this, and I know it came after Alabama. Alabama doesn't need a turnover belt. Alabama has crippling, depressing wins. They have dominating wins like Shang Sun stealing your soul. They don't need a turnover belt. That's why you really don't see the damn thing anymore. That's why I don't care about the thing, because you care way more about other things. You care more about Dylan Moses and what's that going to do. You care more about Tua Tagovailoa. Can he avenge what happened last year? You care about that stuff because they're they're a a team that actually has people's attention. I'm going to put this out here. I, I like fun, and I like defenses that have fun. The turnover chain is where it begins and where it ends. Everything else is a cheap knockoff that tries too hard. Well, Ken, what about the turnover cane? Congratulations, that kid can dance. And he does very well with a turnover cane. And people are excited because he can dance with the cane. I don't believe that there's any sort of tchotchke or trinket or anything like that that is going to be able to make kids want to get turnovers more. In the history of football, since we had the thing called the turnover, since you could get an interception or a fumble recovery or a turnover on downs, whatever it might be, In the history of football since there's been turnovers, there has never once been a player on defense. Nah, I'm okay. It's never happened. And it never will happen. The turnover chain is where it is. The turnover chain is where it stays. I brought this up even last week because we were talking about Miami. Miami is the turnover chain. They're a school that can embody the turnover chain. 
giant gold chain, a big U. It looks like it's heavy. It looks good. You can throw the turnover chain. By the way, that's part of a fired coaching staff and a fired program, but we can move on from there. They get to keep the turnover chain. All right, leave it in Miami. The turnover cane and the turnover throne and the turnover chainsaw, which that is, I'm a fan of farm equipment, so that's actually okay, but I can't use that because you can't even start the damn thing up or you're going to get a bunch of people in trouble. I can't imagine the emergency medical tent if you start that thing up. And then to the turnover towel and to say it's part of the tradition – this had to be, who was doing the game? It sounds like a familiar voice. That had to be tongue-in-cheek, right? Tom, that no, had to that be tongue-in-cheek. That was serious. Apparently, this That's was part of the tradition against uh, I don't believe State that. last year. Last year. That's not tradition. So, That's last year. Yeah. They brought this out last year. That's not Mid- tradition. Mid-September last year, and you want to hear something even the, better? The little brown jug is tradition. Your your white turnover oversized towel that you probably got at Dave Surf Shop, Surf Shop, Surf Shop <laughs> over him, over in Myrtle Beach is not a tradition. You got it at Waves. That's not a tradition. You want to what? know something even better? LSU, what? while they were pounding Miami last year, trolled Miami's turnover chain by just taking a random white tower, towel from the sideline and calling it the turnover towel. <laughs> that was so now there's two of versions Miami. of the turnover no, towel? that was like a joke. LSU is not actually doing that. It's just funny that LSU I know that, took it as but a that's troll. funny to me. And See, that's what it established is. it as an actual yeah. quote-unquote tradition. That's what it is. Everything else is just a cheap knockoff and a forgery. Get your own traditions. Start something up. Clemson has two national championships over the last, what, five years, three years? They have a rock. They have Howard's rock. No one's going to move my rock. And so they take, a, they take a rock, and they put it up at the top of the hill, and then they run down that hill, which I've always said if they lose at home, they need to get back up the hill and take the buses back around if they lose at home at Clemson. However, they took a rock, and they made it something special. They made it something fun. Like, I, if they were to take that rock out of there, I'd spend four hours going, what the hell is going on? I'd be pounding the phones at Clemson going, what are you doing? The rock, a rock, can be something. But you can't just take some inanimate object and force it into something that doesn't make sense because kids are going to want it anyway. People want it. Guys who play defense are going to want it anyway. It's a turnover. Guys who play defense live for turnovers. It's their play. It's their chance to put their name out there to really do it. You come up with a fumble, you hold up the football, you get your congratulations, and then that's it. Miami has the turnover chain. Miami actually needs the turnover chain. Miami's been irrelevant over the last couple of years. And I desperately want Miami back because when Miami does get better again, they'll have the turnover chain and it'll make you hate them that much more. But until then, they need it. They need glitz, they need glamour, they need anything they can get. Your program doesn't necessarily need a turnover chain because it's already been done. So turnover towels, part of a heralded tradition. No, the little brown jug is tradition. Paul Bunyan's axe, that's tradition. The white turnover chain, that's not tradition. It's just hokey. Or the white turnover towel. It's hokey. The chain, the cane, the throne, the lamp post, the lampshade. Oh, that's going to come out. You know that's going to come out. The teddy bear, the political sign, the cucumber, the kumquat, the swing line stapler, the turnover for all that, the, the turnover headset, the turnover belt, all of it. Go. 
go. It's just one more cheap knockoff, one more cheap forgery. That's all it is. It's not even fun. People are naturally excited over turnovers. You get an interception, you get a fumble recovery, you, maybe you get a, you, you take it all the way back. It's a pick six. Do you actually need to throw the turnover chain on then or, or the turnover towel then? Do you need to do it then? You put six points up on the board, isn't that enough? Listen, I, I again, I love fun and I love goofiness and I love celebration. I really do. In the NFL, I love them dancing and I wish they dance even more. I like it when... When Tom just tells me about LSU trolling Miami with their own turnover towel, I think that's fantastic and hysterical, and I love that type of thing. I really do. But not when it's just a cheap knockoff. If I'm 20 years old and you introduce to me a turnover towel, I'm going, stop ripping off Miami. Stop. Why? Can we create our own thing? Where is Nevada? Is it in Reno? I think it's in Reno. There are thousands of things in Reno that you can make into your own turnover thing or make into your own tradition. You don't need a turnover towel. Your program doesn't need a turnover trinket. You don't need a turnover precious moments figurine. You don't need it. Clemson has a rock. It is, by all means, a nothing rock. They made it into something. There are plenty of people that have some inanimate object that they play for, that they love, that they touch. Anything like that. Some old guy's shoe that used to play back in the 40s, they have that. That's what you make of it. Part of the tradition. Good Lord. 855-2124. Matters here. I know Andrew Luck can do what he wants, and I know he has every right to do what he wants, and I know that a lot of people have come out and say, oh, you know, it's a retirement, and his body is shutting down, and he's frustrated mentally and physically and emotionally. Listen, I get it. I get all that stuff, all right? I think that that's possible and true. And I think that watching Andrew Luck in that press conference there after the preseason game, you could see a guy who was struggling to come to terms with that. I can understand that. I can understand. I can respect that. And I know that you would have to go through a lot, a lot emotionally, to retire two weeks before the season starts. I got all that. Makes sense. There's been something that's been bothering me, though, over the last week. You got to really love something to be really, really mad at it. You got to love something about something to be mad about something that's talking about or, or, or acting upon that object, that person, that thing. You have to have an emotional tie to something to really be upset with it. If you're a Yankees fan and you hate the Red Sox, the Red Sox directly get in the way of your happiness in the division. If you're a Red Sox fan and about the Yankees, it's the exact same thing. There is something of a, there is a effect on a thing that you love. It makes sense. For Colts fans, you want a Super Bowl. For Colts fans, you know that Andrew Luck was your best chance to getting to a Super Bowl. So you Colts fans absolutely love Andrew Luck because he's the he's one of the best or he has been one of the best and if it weren't for injuries could very well be one of the best and he knows and you know that he's your best chance for a Super Bowl and so you're out there on the field you have news that you thought is shocking and really is for any Colts fan out there he's on the field you're at the game he's on the sidelines with his teammates enjoying his time hanging out with the boys you see this news. It's not just from some Yahoo. It's Adam Schefter. 
If Adam Schefter says it, it's more than likely true. So you start to get this feeling over you. You can't believe it. You're two weeks away from the play from the regular season. You're two weeks away from what you believed was going to be a season where, hey, you went to the playoffs last year. You won 10 out of your last 11 or something crazy like that. Hell, you could go all the way this year. You got all these different players here that really help out. Quentin Nelson has anchored that offensive line. You have Darius Leonard, who's been a great pick and a great player and really could have been Defensive Rookie of the Year. He has so many things that are so good or should have been a Pro Bowler. All these things that are so good. And now you have Andrew Luck back. And yeah, I know he's dealing with a calf injury. And he might not be able to start the season. But we'll be better as the season goes on. Andrew's able to get through it. And then you see your phone. And they say that Andrew Luck's retiring. I have no doubt in my mind those fans love Andrew Luck. I have no doubt in my mind that those fans loved and adored Andrew Luck. But like anything else, like when you have a altercation with your wife or an argument with your wife or an argument with your husband or an altercation with mom or dad or anything like that. You have people that you love and sometimes you love them so much that during an argument you say things you don't mean. In 10, 15, 20 years, I think Colts fans who were there that night will probably regret booing Andrew Luck off the field. That's a given. But as for right now, when you pour your heart and soul into your football team, we build these things to be loved. We build these things to be, in football, time-honored traditions, unlike turnover towels. We build these things as part of the family. Football's different from almost every other sport. Baseball, it's an everyday thing. Basketball, it's an every other day thing. Football is very segmented. It's once a week. And when you look at football, just like you do with your family, a lot of people visit their family when? Once a week. And during football season, you're with your family once a week. So automatically, the Colts or the Ravens, for that matter, even though they're connected, or the Browns or the Raiders or or any one of these teams, and it's the same thing in college football, They become a part of your family. Like Thanksgiving, like Christmas, they bring people together. They bring families together. And your favorite team is part of them. And you're all watching the same thing. You're watching number 12. And he's the source of so much joy, so much happiness, a little bit of pity, a little bit of frustration, just a little bitty bit. But you don't blame Andrew. You blame Ryan Grigson. You blame Jim Irsay, those type of things. You, you, you feel so emotionally connected to that person because it brings you together and you guys are together watching that person. And so that person becomes a part of your fabric and a part of your family. And now that person right in front of you says that he's not going to be a part of your family anymore and he's going away. And you know you're supposed to, in the end, understand. Because it probably took a lot to make that decision now. You might know you're going to understand later. Just like if you have an argument with your wife, you're probably going to understand each other later. But as of right now, you're frustrated, you're angry, you don't know what to say, so you say something that might bother the other person or hurt the other person, and you might do it on purpose. And Colts fans last Saturday night were bothered and frustrated and angry, and they did what they thought they should do because they were mad and they wanted Andrew Luck to be mad. So they booed him going off the field. You have to love something to actually be mad at it. I think those fans love Andrew Luck. 
I think eventually they will regret that, and I think eventually things will be smoothed over. I think the beating on the Colts fans and things like that has been absolutely ridiculous. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. We'll get into what you think the future is for Andrew Luck. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Again, send those tweets at Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N. Coming up at high noon Eastern, we have the great Jason Cole joining us on the show. Also, we'll talk some college football. going to be a great time. 1220. Do are we doing five burning questions? We gotta do five burning questions coming up at twelve twenty PM Eastern. Eight five five two one two four CBS. I think Andrew Luck's future I, I never want to say never. He's a young man. I think we'll do the same thing with him that we might end up doing with Calvin Johnson. I think we might end up doing the same thing we did with Barry Sanders. And all those guys. Where you, you always wonder if they could come back. There's a lot of people going, Man, he'll he'll rehab. He loves the game. He has the type of talent, he can come back anytime he wants. He can come back anytime he wants. Jim Mersey will probably, Jim Mersey's love of him and love of him and Peyton Manning, he'll probably cut Jacoby Brissett to bring him back at some point. Jacoby Brissett could take them to the playoffs. I, I am intrigued by Jacoby Brissett. That's absolutely true. I, I thought that he might not be that great coming out, and he's been pretty good. I think he could get them to maybe eight or maybe nine wins. Might be able to get them to be a borderline playoff team. I think he's done a fine job. He can make a hell of a lot of money for himself. You take a young Colts team that's raveled, throw them on your shoulders. You take them to eight or nine wins this year after what has happened two weeks before the before the season starts. Uh, you deserve a contract with that team. Because then they'll be more in on you. They'll be more entrenched with you. You'll be able to hopefully have a bright future with them. You might get figured out, but hopefully you'd be able to have a bright future with them. He gets them to nine wins somewhere there. They're knocking on the door of the playoffs. Jacoby Brissett's your guy. You got too much to lose there. The the thing that bothers me, and I've wrestled with this, is that for Andrew Luck, you know, if you want to come back at some point, you have everything that that would tell you you would. And you'd be able to, and a lot of people would probably let bygones be bygones. But I, I've had this this internal wrestling so much because, again, I want to respect it. It's his decision, and he can retire at any time. But if you knew since March, or you talked about it since March, you really have an obligation, don't you? I know so many people say, he's not obligated to anything. You can retire when you retire. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. If you have a CEO of a company, and he can retire... When a CEO of a company or a really even a, I'd go to a small business owner. If you owned a hardware store with three employees that were full-time and a bunch of part-time employees, you got to figure out what you're going to do as a succession plan in case you retire or something really bad happens. And if you're thinking about retiring, you really need to figure out what you're going to do for your employees. You've gotten close with those people. You've you've been with those people. They've they've probably bought in if they're full time employees. They've bought into your business. The success of your business means a lot to them. And so many people go. Jim Irsay's the owner, Ken, not Andrew Luck. That's not necessarily true in this case. Andrew Luck's the CEO of that organization. Without Andrew Luck, 
the Colts become a train wreck or have become a train wreck in the past. Before Andrew Luck, they became a train wreck in the past. Before Peyton Manning, we obviously know that they were a train wreck of monumental proportions. That's an organization that without Peyton Manning or without their franchise quarterback can absolutely not get out of its own way. Andrew Luck, for intents and purposes, is their CEO. He's in charge of their entire football team in terms of the roster. He's in charge of their entire football team on whether or not you think Frank Reich's going to be successful or even Chris Ballard's going to be successful. We love all these moves that Chris Ballard has done. They've been for Andrew Luck. So when I hear he doesn't have to answer to anybody, I don't think that's true. If he worked at a bakery for 40 years and was baking bread on the line for 40 years, and he went to retire a couple of weeks before a big part of their year, A, he's been around for 40 years, he's had a great life, congratulations, Andrew, here's a watch, we wish you well, all the best, take care, we'll see you down at the VFW, or we'll see you down at the Elks, and have a good time, that's what you do. I think a lot of us think about it from that perspective. Like, we would wish to retire someday, and life will move on without us. For Andrew Luck, there are multiple ramifications. Without you, jobs are on the line. With you, people are comfortable. With you, people are more confident. With you, there are other people who get jobs because of you, because of your talents. For wide receivers, you're able to find them where other other quarterbacks might not be able to. Now, a lot of this is going to be foisted upon Jacoby Brissett, and Jacoby Brissett has to make a life for himself, but there is a lot on you that's riding here if you're Andrew Luck. To say that it's just perfectly okay for him to retire two weeks, I just wish you would have done it back in March. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Up at 11 a.m. Eastern, stop looking for weak cop-outs. The question is, can she kick? You're listening to Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Well, I have great news for you. You switch to Geico, you go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Why? Because 855-2124-CBS, that's Geico's sponsored hotline. That's right. The toll-free hotline, it's brought to you by Geico. And there's a quick way you can save money. You switch to Geico, you go to Geico.com, and yes, in 15 minutes, that's it. You can save 15% or more on car insurance. It's that simple for you. Also, today, 3.30 Eastern, 12.30 Pacific, you join CBS Sports Network for some college football as Navy welcomes in Holy Cross. What a great one. And later, the Mizzou Tigers, they take on Craig Bull and the Wyoming Cowboys. 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, only on the 24-hour home of CBS Sports. 855-2124-CBS. Coming up at noon Eastern again, Jason Cole going to join us. Fan side, we'll talk NFL with him. Also, Kevin McGuire, NBC Sports College Football uh, he'll join us at 1 p.m. Eastern. We'll talk college football with him coming up in just about 20 minutes. Nick Saban had a talk, and Urban Meyer, he agreed with him and thought that he was being treated unfairly. Uh, I have to tell you right now, Tom, you better yes, get the you better get the USC fight song ready. You better get it ready. I will beat this drum as loud and as long as I have to. It's your number one dream in sports right now. Oh, my goodness gracious is it ever. I'm right here in the heart of Ohio. I'm right here in the heart of Ohio State fans. And I tell it's it's right, Tom, I'm telling you right now, it's like a covert operation. Because I want it to happen. I w- turn it up. What the hell? Turn it up. I'll get Andrew Luck isn't gonna come back from retirement yet. We'll turn it up. Hell I'm about to just do it now. 
Come on, Herb. You can hear it, babe. Where's Fox Sports at this week, by the way? Where's their pregame show? Hold on. Do they have it up? Do they even have it up? They have Bundesliga soccer on. What's going on here? It's Bayern Munich, baby. Oh, my God. They don't even have their pregame show on? Where's 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 Believe Urban me, this at? This is better. This is better. Oh, than get the, the hell out of here, Tom. Well, probably is better than college game day. Let's be serious. Yeah. I can't wait. Nick Sab- I think Nick Saban has a point, even though, you know, he is a um a ruthless operator. And yeah, if Machine if, if Machine Muhammad didn't have any use for him, he probably would have just cut him. But he does make a great point. And Urban Meyer commented on it. I want it to happen so bad. Can I just lay out my dream for America? Is that I'm right here. And, and, and Irvin Meyer signs with, with USC, and he's got the big private jet, and he's got all that recruiting money, and he's out there in L.A. with all that television around him, and he ends up on all those studio lots because he's going to be you know re- revamping the USC Trojans. And then it comes to recruiting time, and the reason you sign Urban Meyer is because he can recruit all over the country. There's no real like roped-off net. He can go anywhere. And he goes into Ohio, and he takes a kid from Ohio, and then it's on. Because even one kid, and I tell you, people are, Tom couldn't believe this. Shep couldn't believe this. Nobody could believe this. There are He wouldn't recruit in Ohio. He wouldn't do that. Not at, not at USC. He doesn't need kids from Ohio if he's at USC. Knowing that Ohio was a, Ohio State was a school that went to Texas and Florida and California and Georgia and everywhere to get players, but Urban wouldn't recruit here. Urban feels like he was mistreated at Ohio State. Urban feels he was mistreated and, and treated unfairly at Ohio State. He wouldn't go get a player from Ohio. No, he wouldn't do that. He has too much respect for Ohio State. He has too much love for Ohio State. I love it. Did you see, by the way, did you see him last oh. weekend at the Florida-Miami game oh, in his all his where, Florida gear? Wearing his Florida shirt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I talked to my buddy I talked to my buddy Bo, who hosts at 97.1. Columbus. They spent the whole three-hour show on it. Get out of here, really? <gasps> oh, yes, they wow, did. Wow, I love that. Oh, man. Please, 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 please. I'm sorry. Clay... I mean, okay, if Clay gets fired, and I don't want Clay Helton to get fired, I, but I, I do want him to get fired from USC. Um, let's find a nice program for Clay. A nice grind-it-out-on-your-ass program for Clay Helton that you can be successful in for a long time. Is Kirk Ferentz done it? I, oh, wait, his son's going to take over. All right. Uh, and let, yeah, Kansas. That'll fall on its ass. That'd be great for Clay Helton. Could you imagine Clay Helton at Iowa? He's a good coach. I feel bad yes, he that he's is. wrapped up in this. It almost seems doomed. I think Lynn Swan is wrapped up in this, too. I think they're going to go together. And your whole urban dream totally mm-hmm. depends on the new AD. Uh, my only thing about the this, The new AD, too, Reggie Bush? <laughs> oh, that'd be great. That'd be a great some idea. reckless speculation he, for I, you. I don't think he would uh, hire Urban. But the other thing about what? this is... Wait a minute, what? I don't think he, he wouldn't would, hire Urban? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Why wouldn't he hire Urban? The guy's toxic. I don't know if you can't tell from Ohio. I, that's Who's the thing toxic? that's in the lake. Urban Meyer is toxic. Of course he's toxic. But so a new Tom, AD. So Tom, a, Tom, I, Tom, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Reggie Bush had to have his Heisman Trophy taken away. Yeah, that was garbage. It, yeah, but I, I think we Reggie all, Bush. We all acknowledge that that was first garbage. Off, first off, this is a joke. I'm uh-huh. joking about this. 
But I think Reggie Bush knows toxic. I don't think he has any problem with bringing our national championships toxic. It would be no. a weird no, but it would be no. a, it would be a weird thing for somebody who who had a Heisman uh, abdicated to come in as his first act hire Urban Meyer. Well, that's why I, I'm joking. I, yeah, that's why it's a joke. But it could be another AD could do it. That was that was in a more that was in a better position. I don't have like a name off the top of my head, but another like entrenched USC guy uh, who is all about OJ Simpson. I think yeah. I think the other thing about this is <laughs> who is in the background with jeez. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keyshawn Johnson. He's hosting a radio show. He's good in LA. Oh, that's fantastic. Who else? He's all good. OJ hey, find your... Oh, turn Shep's mic off now. That was even worse than OJ Simpson. Go ahead. Go ahead. My Tom. only thing about this too, and I've been saying this for years, low key, about the Clay Helton situation, is that Kyle Whittingham is, has built something amazing at Utah. Everybody thinks they're going to win the conference this year. I think he's mm-hmm. fifty nine years old. He is a no drama person, almost the total opposite of Urban. I, it makes sense to me that they oh would offer God. this job. It's to It's just Kyle another Whittingham. Clay Helton. It's just another no Clay way. Helton. What? It's oh, just man, an, it's harsh. it's it's another Steve Sarkeesian without the problems. That's all it is. Why do you do this? Steve Why do you insist on this silliness? Steve Sarkeesian without the problems is a pretty good coach. The uh, problems were the uh, problem. True. The pro- well, yeah, the problems were the problem there. Yeah, I can't make light of that. But that's all. Come on, Tom. You need to have some imagination. It's the home of movies. USC, USC's film school is what? Number one in the country or number like three in the country? Which has ranked much higher than their football program lately. Ooh. Have some imagination. Clay Helton can go to a nice West Virginia is not patient enough with people. He can go to a, a nice mid-level program and a nice Power Five conference. You know what he could do? You know Frank Solich at OU, who's been there for like umpteen years now. Go have a nice program where people love you, where you're respected, where you can win a couple of mid-major championships, go to some bowl games, have some fun if you really wanted to, or a nice middle-tier Power 5 conference. Like a, like a, a I can't say Purdue. They're not, they're kind of lower tier. Who's a middle tier? Ouch, man, the Michigan State before, well, <laughs> fine. Yeah. Michigan State before D'Antonio. Tell Michigan State fans they're middle tier. I'm not trying to. I said one. before D'Antonio is what I said. He played in the college football playoff. You know that? With D'Antonio. Right. But before that, they had John L. Smith. Do you get what I'm saying here? Kind of. They had Bobby Williams before that, buddy. They also had Nick Saban. They had Nick Saban, and he left as soon as he possibly could. Time. Yes, and he had Nick Saban, and he left as soon as he possibly could. So as long as they hold on to Mark D'Antonio, I'm sorry, I'm just telling the truth here. Fine, get me beat up on Twitter and get me beat up on the air. I don't give a damn. I'm just telling the truth. Clay Helton would be a great coach somewhere else, not in Los Angeles. Los it's Angeles, very not USC. That's totally fair. exactly. And Urban is Urban Meyer. Urban is. is. There's no other way around it. Oh my God! People hating USC. People loving USC. Bringing that back. Boy, I hated USC during Pete Carroll. That's what they need. Pete Carroll was an energetic guy. He was a face that was on TV. He was a person you recognize. He was someone who was at times annoyingly positive, and he won like crazy. And he still wins like crazy. He still does a hell of a job. It defined an era of what they didn't want to be oh. going forward, which is how they got to Clay Helton in the first place. And that's a shame because it really defined an area of what they really need to go back to. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because my Florida Gators have just gone through the same thing. They were trying to get away from the urban 
you know, having murderers well, on campus fine. thing. You know what? Again, er, Andrew went, Luck isn't. Right. I, I got Now I got. Now I got to go off on a tangent here because right. Andrew Luck isn't going to retire. You, Tom, you just set me up for something that's incredible. Okay. Because again, Andrew Luck isn't going to retire. Is going to retire anytime soon. I can bring him up again at eleven o'clock, and no one's going to give a damn difference. Yes. What you just brought up is the absolute fact. What have I always said? I've always preached this. Be who you are. Be who you are. There are programs that run a nice, clean program, and they win eight, nine, ten games a year, and they do good work. And maybe they're more towards academics. Maybe they're like Pat Fitzgerald in Northwestern. Remember when everybody wanted to hire Pat Fitzgerald in Northwestern, and he stayed there, and he's done a pretty reasonable job. They lose a couple of stupid games every year, but they end up having a nice, reasonable season. And he's a good coach. And then you have programs like Ohio State, and now Clemson gets bumped into this, and Clemson's the one that changes everything, and Alabama, and a handful, Oklahoma's in this mix, a handful of others, that they are the upper echelon, and greatness is expected at every single turn. And then there's a couple of programs that might do it dirty. And Ohio State might be one of those programs, by the way. But there's plenty of programs that, you know what, there might be a $100 handshake here or a $20,000 handshake there, and there might be a car lease. As long as we're not doing crazy, terrible, horrific cover-ups here, I've come to expect it. Might be something with the money going through the laundromat. Might be something with a car lease said to an uncle. Might be something where there might be a townhouse for a family member. And part of it, I've come to accept it. You want to be that great? You want to get that player? There's a price for that player? You say that you value an education, but that kid's never seen money before? I say if he's willing to let it ride, we have players, we have athletes, young athletes who are more educated on these matters than they've ever been. This isn't Marcus Dupree in the early 1980s anymore. So there are some places where you are who you are, and USC is glitz and glam, not prim and proper. It's not like that. It's never been like that. It's always been on the edge of out of control. It's always been on the edge of NCAA violations. It's always been on the edge of having to apologize for those NCAA violations and sometimes having to, but it's always been a program that's supposed to go get great players from California, from the West Coast, and really across the country, and bring those guys there and take them to better heights. That's what Urban Meyer represents at USC. That's the difference. You forgot who you are. You bring up Florida, Tom. Florida is a program that, with Steve Spurrier, they were fantastic. Steve Spurrier is a wild man. Urban Meyer is a wild man and, quite frankly, willing to look another way every now and then. When they had Jim McElwain... What were they, Tom? Embarrassing. Terrible. Exactly. He was a good man, but they were terrible. There's programs where you just have to be who you are and accept what you want to accept if you want to be a winner. That's just what it is. Let's go back to Ohio State. What's Ohio State then? Ohio State's one of those programs. Exactly. And they, they fired they play their two successful coaches this century yeah. because they were too greasy. And they will have Ryan Day, and eventually Ryan Day will have to make a choice of whether or not he's greasy enough to make that decision. I I, I totally understand and that. And it's going to come down to Ryan Day is going to have to be greasy if he wants to win there, if he wants to succeed. That's the paradox going on. Like, nobody wants to be seen as greasy, but it's what's required to win in this game, and it's what school and schools require winning, bottom line. So if Ryan Day runs a McIlwain-style, you know, open, kind, he'll supportive get program, he'll, he'll get, just fired. get fired. He'll get fired. If he doesn't win, he'll just get fired. I mean, that's the bottom line of it. We've tried this stuff before. You know, Will Muschamp's tried to be a hard ass at Florida. He got canned. 
If you're not willing to do what needs to be done, ultimately, and this goes back to, to, to Paul Bear Bryant with the coffee can handing around, it goes to every single coach out there. There's places where you can run a tight, clean program, and you get eight, nine wins, and they will love you forever. But there's places where that's just simply not good enough, and you will have to make a decision not to break the rules, but to bend the rules. And I've reached a point where maybe it's just based on my own, not bitterness, I would have to say reality. Where yeah, I've come to accept it. As long as we're not talking about horrific, terrible things like we've talked about in a couple programs. Art Brile stuff is disgusting. But if you got a guy who's got a car dealership and he's a big booster, and you can find a way... On the outside, if I'm a head coach and I know about it, I have to knock that down. But if I'm from the outside, I just assume somebody's doing it. And if I'm a head coach and I know about it, I'd rather somebody else know about it and I not know about it, but in a roundabout way I do. I'd rather that way. Plausible deniability. If you can't find it and you get fired for it, that's still your fault. Because there's plenty of guys over the course of college football and certainly college basketball with one certain organization, I can't say because people get really upset, that you will be more than happy to have that, and you'll win. And so when I bring up Urban Meyer and about how he feels that he heard Nick Saban's comments and he feels the same way and he feels that he was mistreated, I get excited about that. I want USC to be good. It's the same reason I want Miami to be good. Both of those schools, they're either loved or hated, and when they're at the top of college football, it makes college football more fun. So Urban Meyer to USC, I think it's a dramatically great fit. And I know that there's plenty of people in Ohio. Well, he's got health problems. Yeah, Bruce Arians did too. You can get a doctor just like what you want to with recruiting. You can get somebody to tell you what you want. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Up in an hour, Jason Cole, we talk NFL. Up next, well, he's a ruthless legend. But he does make a good point. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.